This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball season, it comes and goes. But Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park, or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing, crafted for serious fun. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros continue their season-opening six-game homestand with the first of two against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Astros started off the homestand and the season by taking three out of four from the Mariners, wrapping up that series with an 8-6 to six win yesterday. Jose Altuve, a homer and a double, drove in two, and Brandon Belak, an earned run over three and a third inning, striking out four in his big league debut as the Astros are now 3-1 and one on the year. The Dodgers, they split their season opening series with the Giants, including a 3-1 to one loss to San Francisco on Sunday in Los Angeles, and the Dodgers are 2-2. Two and two. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. It'll be Framber Valdez on the mound for the Astros, making his ninth career start and. Uh, you know, we've seen Valdez, can he can be very good when right. he's in the strike zone, but that's always been the struggle for him. That's always the question. You go into a ball game, can we count on Framber Valdez uh, to give us some uh, a body of work that, that doesn't deplete our bullpen? And with this, thin as the Astros' bullpen is right now, with the rash of injuries that they've incurred, uh, you really need Framber Valdez to kind of mature right in front of your eyes and, and give you some length and be dependable as far as uh, you know, go right at the hitters uh, and see what they can do. And when he throws strikes, we know. I mean, this is somebody that's very hard to center. Uh, Mike Trout, I can't, I can't forget, you know, Mike Trout saying this is the toughest guy I've had to, to hit against this this year, and that was a couple of years ago. So he's got a really good hook, probably, that he uh, commands better than his fastball. But his fastball moves all over the place, and he has a good changeup, too. And on the mound for the Dodgers today is Walker Buehler celebrating his 26th birthday. And he got a late start to camp, so uh, there's a question as to how deep he can go in this game. They're they're not expecting a, a whole lot from Buehler in terms of length today. No, but he's probably their best. You know, when you, you look at him and you look at the body of work already, 14-4 and four last year and all the strikeouts, 215 strikeouts. He's a really hard thrower. He has electric stuff. And his presence out there, he just looks like he's very confident and uh, that you can rely on him. So it's going to be really tough for the Astros. You know, you just kind of chip away and uh, maybe get to their bullpen a little later on. But while he's in the ballgame, Walker Bueller 
You got your hands full. Keys to the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, uh, one of the keys for the Astros is going to be surviving with the pitching, uh, especially with the, the bullpen. More news today with Joe Biagini mm -hmm. uh, going on the, the injured list for the Astros with shoulder soreness. Andre Scrub uh, had his contract selected. Yet another rookie mm -hmm. in the Astros bullpen who has yet to pitch in the big leagues and just trying to piece it together for now. You know, I had a conversation with uh, the Astros pitching coach, uh, Brent Strom, saying that uh, earlier today, the way things looked, he, he thought that he had seven pitchers available in the bullpen because he, he didn't want to go back to back with some of the relievers from last night. So seven of those relievers, he said, in total, had 17 days of service as major league pitchers. <laughs> wow. So that averages two and a half for a guy. So, so that's what he's going out there with as far as bullets. So that's why we were just talking about Framber Valdez, how important it is to get five or six innings out of him because, man, you're really mixing and matching with a lot of young pitchers after that. Coming up next, we'll hear from Astros manager Dusty Baker. And a little later, we'll hear from one of the stars from yesterday's win, rookie Brandon Belak, who won his Major League debut. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Oh, welcome back. Got a chance to chat with Astros manager Dusty Baker a little earlier and talked about the impressive performance of Astros rookie Brandon Belak yesterday. You know, he gave us exactly what we needed. And uh, a lot of times I've seen, you know, young young men like, like Brandon uh, game last night where they don't have time to think about the game the night before. They don't have time to stay up all night, uh, you know, not necessarily worrying, but, you know, your first start, you're not going to sleep. And so uh, sometimes it's actually better to say, hey, man, here's the ball. Uh, you know, you're in the game. And and so, uh, you know, they don't have time to think. They just have time to uh, to go over the scouting report, uh, you know, work with the catcher and, uh, uh, you know, tell you the truth, um, you know, Garneau did a, a great job, you know, directing him to the game. And, uh, you know, he mixed his pitches in well. He, he got ahead of the hitters. He, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, he pitched backwards, you know, when it should have been a fastball count, they think, and he'd throw a, a cutter or change it up or something, and that's pitching. And, uh, you know, it's not like he's uh, inexperienced. Well, he's inexperienced at the big league level, but, I mean, this young man went to, uh, you know, North and played a high caliber of ball, and uh, you know, Craig Biggio was, you know, was 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 talking talking him up from the time of spring training. I don't know if he's talking him up because he really liked his stuff or or because he went to Notre Dame, but uh, you know, either way, you know, we'll take it. And um, I was glad to uh, you know give him the lineup card last night. The guys celebrated with him on his first big league victory. Also earlier today, it was announced that Dusty Baker, along with pitching coach Brent Strom and third base coach Gary Pettis, had their options picked up on their contracts for the 2021 season, so they'll all be here next year. And Dusty Baker spoke with the local media about getting that option picked up for 2021. I was approached in spring training with that uh, idea, and uh, you know, it was sort of shelved uh, because of the coronavirus and not knowing, you know, what was uh, going to happen. But, you know, my reaction was, 
you know, I've been a lame duck manager probably four or five times. I was one of the lamest ducks there is walking around. And so uh, it feels pretty good not to be a lame duck. And this is, uh, you know, the best that I've been treated in, you know, in quite a while. And, uh, you know, I commend uh, uh, Jim Crane and the organization and, uh, and uh, you know, James Click for, you know, making this possible. Um, I know we got some work to do, um, and I just hate to be the focal point of today, especially when we got a big uh, uh, series here. But I'm also happy for, you know, for Gary Pettis and for Brent Strom because they've been here for a while and they and they certainly deserve, you know, whatever that they're getting. In my mind, I'm the kind of guy that figures a lot of my future, uh, you know, was already predestined for me, and so. Uh, you know, like everybody likes security, you know, and everybody likes to know, you know, where they're going to be. But, uh, uh, you know, I really like this town of Houston. I've always liked the town of Houston. I've been coming here for 50 years. Uh, I've got a lot of people here. Um, you know, I love the town, even though I haven't had a chance to experience the people that I know or the town that I uh, know from the outside. And so I'm just hoping that this virus ends up uh, you know, we find a cure for the virus so we all can enjoy, you know, the great city that we have here. You know, after after each job that I was either let go or left, there was always a turning point in my career, in my life, where one year I was out, you know, my, my daughter got married in the backyard. I wouldn't have been there. Another year, my, da uh, my son graduated from high school. I wouldn't have been there. Uh, uh, another year... You know, my dad died, you know, and I wouldn't have been there in the other year. You know, my brother died two years ago, well, a year and a half ago, so I wouldn't have been there either. So maybe it was a point and purpose of, um, of me not, you know, not working. And I try to find, a, a, you know, a rainbow in every, in every storm. This is a weird year. Uh, I'm just hoping that we can continue to, you know, to play baseball and that, you know, uh, you know nothing happens like it's happened in Philadelphia and Miami and, and different places. So, um, you know, like I, uh, you know, I commend, uh, you know, Jim for recognizing, you know, the value that I bring, you know, to the organization and to the city. All right, Dusty Baker, thanks so much for joining us. This is Steve Sparks and I'm with Brandon Belak. Uh, what a story. How's your last 30 hours been, buddy? Uh, pretty crazy. Uh, still, still trying to, uh, think about what, what happened in the past 30 hours, you know. Uh, still don't believe it, uh, but it'll come to me sooner or later. Take us through it. I mean, I, I know you've probably told this story 43 times, but take us through uh, when you got the phone call and what you did. Right, yeah. Uh, it was probably like 10 o'clock in the morning uh, yesterday, and uh, the night before, I, I was talking in the corporate group chat, like, what's going on for breakfast in the morning and everything, and then uh, pitching coordinator Bill Murphy FaceTimes me in the morning. He's like, can you come help me out with the breakfast uh, down in the lobby? So I go down there and, and help him out or uh, try to go help him out. He's like, nah, just kidding. Uh, pack up your bags and, and head to Houston. I'm like, I don't believe you. Uh, <laughs> but it, so, it was real. So. All right. So the phone calls begin, right? Who'd you call first? Uh, well, I FaceTimed uh, my family and my longtime girlfriend that I've had. Uh, Little tears, time. had some tears around the oh, yeah. around the face uh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including I, I, yourself. I, I, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, 
So take me back when you're a little boy, you know, and you're playing baseball, you love baseball. Uh, when did you think, man, I want to do that? Uh, growing up in the New Jersey area, uh, I mean, you only get to play baseball for two out of four seasons. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, a, it's a grind in the Northeast, honestly. Uh, going to play out at Notre Dame, it, it wasn't any easier in, in the cold weather in South Bend. Right. Uh, but taking every opportunity that I've gotten, uh, I know I shout out the baseball warehouse, the place I've been working out since high school, uh, getting me prepared uh, to, to be at this level. So I uh, can't thank them enough. That's probably th the, the thing, Brandon. A lot, of, a lot of people come through your mind when, when you start to, to get to this situation. You're, you're at the top of your profession now, but you start thinking about a lot of people who helped you along the way, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, the teammates that I've had since I've been younger, uh, all the coaches that I've had, uh, like all the support system that I've had. It, it's there, there's a lot of people that I have to th right. that I've tried to thank, and, and and those people know who they are. So I, I can't thank them enough, and I'm so appreciative of, of them. For the people who don't know, you went to Notre Dame. Uh, the Astros drafted you in the 11th round. I'm curious, uh, Brandon, what what's different about you as a pitcher now compared to the day you were drafted by Houston. I think I'm just more of a consistent pitcher. Uh, I, I know I know more about myself as a pitcher, and uh, I know how to be a professional. And, and I think that's that's what it comes down to. Um, just knowing myself and, and knowing what I have to do to get myself ready. Uh, last, yeah, last couple of years in spring training, uh, outside of your stuff, and we've always been impressed with your breaking stuff, uh, your change-up last night was fantastic. Uh, but your composure is, is what strikes us. You know, even two years ago in spring training, uh, it might be a little bit different on the inside, but on the outside, you look very composed out there. Have you always been like that? Uh, I try to be. I try not to yeah. show any emotion out there. Uh, but that, that run in definitely hit, hit, a, little, hit a little different than uh, sure. every other run I've had in from the bullpen. Uh, but uh, it was just great to be out there. You know. Talking with Brandon Belak, uh, he made his major league debut last night, three and a third innings, Brandon. Uh, only gave up one run, and you, you allowed the Astros to score some runs, and you get a win in your first major league appearance. Uh, what, was your, what was your cell phone like uh, after the game? I've never had that many phone calls or text <laughs> in my life. Uh, I'm still responding to them sure. this morning and everything, uh, but – I'll, I'll get to them. <laughs> was there a, a point in time uh, when you were on the mound here at Minute Maid Park yesterday where you're, you're almost pitching yourself? You couldn't believe where you were? Oh, yeah. I mean, when Shrami came out to me in, in uh, my last inning at work there, he's like, done a hell of a job. Um, and uh, that's kind of where it hit me. I was like, man, I'm just having some fun out here. And, and that's, that's the best advice I can give to anybody making their debut. Just go out there and have fun. Well, it's going to be different for everybody. It's different for us. It's different for everybody that's uh, kind of going through this situation right now. How'd you keep yourself in shape uh, during the shutdown? Yeah, there was a few few other guys that I was working out with on uh, the place I, I mentioned before, Baseball Warehouse. Uh, I was able, I was fortunate enough to get in there and uh, throw some live BPs. Uh, luckily, it was it was in the middle of the spring that I was able to get outside in New Jersey and not in the winter. Uh, so I was able to stay in shape, throwing some live BPs to some guys uh, with some other ball clubs. So uh, I was definitely uh, as prepared as I could be to come back and, and be ready to go. And you get to go back after this interview. You're going back into a clubhouse with Jose Altuve, George Springer, Alex Bregman, Michael Brantley, Yuli Gurriel. It's pretty surreal, isn't it?
yeah. a lot of stars. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt so you, about you're going to try to learn a lot, side. right? You're going to try to learn a lot, right? No doubt about it. I'm glad they're on my side. So There you go. That's Brandon Belag. Brandon, thanks a lot for catching up. Uh, continued success. I, we, we're very confident that you're going to have a great career. So uh, one of many. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Questions for James Click. And can you talk about uh, the, what the moves you made with Dusty and, and your pitching coach and third base coach? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we, we covered that in the release. Um, you know, we're, we're thrilled to, uh, to extend, uh, pick up their options for 2021. Um, you know, I think Strami and, and Gary's history here speaks for itself. They're some of the best coaches in the game. We're lucky to have them and, and Dusty's, uh, career and experience, you know, also speaks for itself. And especially with everything that we're dealing with right now, uh, his experience, uh, as a player and, and as a manager is, is invaluable. Was there anything that uh, about why you decided to do it now? Not, not necessarily. Um, we've been having active conversations with uh, with Dusty and the other two guys about it, and just um, you know wanted to make sure that they had the certainty of knowing that if you know, God forbid, things go wrong this year, that that's um, that's not where it'll finish. Thank you. James, the, Joe Espada wasn't in the releases. His, can you go into his contract status? No, we're not going to comment on other uh, employees' contract statuses as part of this. Can you give us an update on, on some of the injuries, especially the ones that have cropped up the last couple of days? Dusty's mentioned Dubinsky and Presley, and also Pruitt was shut down. And where's Peacock at at this point? Yeah, um, we'll go in a reverse order there. Uh, uh, Peacock was thrown on flat ground um, and, and continues to progress well. Um, Pruitt was shut down. Uh, we're going to take a little time and reassess on him. Uh, Debo and Presley are also, you know, battling just a little bit of soreness, but um, we're optimistic that they will hopefully avoid an IELTS. James, around the league, there have been a lot of pitching injuries, and it's not just exclusive to you guys. How do you think the short ramp up uh, from summer camp to now had anything to do with it? It's really impossible to say. Um, I mean, pitching injuries happen all the time, even, even under normal circumstances. I, I think any speculation on that would just be that would be speculation. So it's really hard to say. How about Verlander? Uh, is, he, is he with the team or what's kind of next for him at this point? Well, again, he's, he's shut down for a couple of weeks uh, while we can, you know, hopefully get this forearm thing to, uh, to calm down. Uh, you know, he won't come with us on the road trip. Obviously he needs to focus on doing whatever he can to, uh, to get that thing to calm down. Do you think he'll pitch for you this season? It's just too soon to say. I mean, right now we're just focused on the next two weeks and calming everything down and seeing where we can go. But, uh, you know, this is the guy, this guy's thrown 3,000 innings in the major leagues for a reason. With all the rookies you have in your bullpen, the unproven guys, do you, do you expect to have to look outside and, and try to bring in some, um, you know, help in the near term, considering it's such a short season too? Yeah, again, I mean, we're, we're always – uh, keeping an ear to the ground and looking for outside help uh, if, if we need it. Uh, we're, we're being tested right now. The entire roster is being tested. But, uh, you know, Brandon Belak, you know, for a guy like that to come into a game like that and, and do what he did, it's, it just speaks volumes about the player development group. It speaks volumes about Belak, um, you know, Paredes, Javier. You know, I, I don't want to name all of them because I'm going to forget somebody, but these guys – have been pretty impressive. And so we will absolutely always look for ways to improve this roster, but the far barrier of entry is very high here. 
James, getting back to Dusty, Brent, and Gary, how important is it for the organization to show that kind of to show that kind of stability, have that kind of stability in a situation like this? It's hard to say how important it is, but I think especially with all the uncertainty that we have in the world right now, the certainty of knowing that those three guys in particular will be with us next year uh, provides a lot of comfort for, for me personally uh, and for the players. With what has happened, especially with the Marlins the last two days, has that diminished your confidence at all that, that this season can be completed? It's hard to say. Uh, it's obviously a really tough situation and we feel for uh, the Marlins and, and everybody else has been affected by that. You know, my thoughts immediately went to, are those guys okay? Uh, you know, are they showing symptoms? Are they, um, are they sick or are they just testing positive? So um, we're still learning a lot about the situation over there. We're obviously still learning a lot about the virus and, and, and our own situation. We've got our first road trip coming up here in a couple of days. So uh, we're, we're going to continue to learn more as we get through all those things. In light of what happened with the Marlins, are you doing anything extra that maybe you hadn't planned before for this first road trip? Not necessarily, um, but I will have a conversation with the staff. Um, but it's it's hard to think of what else we could be doing because the players and staff have been so diligent about it. Um, I've noticed more guys wearing masks around the clubhouse uh, since the news happened uh, and being you know strict about that because – there are exceptions to to the PPEs when guys are working out or when they're um, straining themselves physically, and and I think a lot of players are finding ways to to wear the PPE even when they're working out just to be extra safe. With Jose Urquidy being cleared to um, do baseball stuff, it, are you planning to ramp him up as a, a starter or given the the schedule at this point a reliever? Um, we still expect him to be in the rotation, obviously. Um, there might be a, a needle to thread there where he can come back in, in a shorter role and then continue to ramp up with the team. But at the same time, we absolutely cannot rush him. Uh, we need to make sure that he is 100% ready to go, uh, and we'll focus on that first and foremost. James, how is Alvarez doing, and do you have a, any more of a timeline as to when he can maybe rejoin your team? No, uh, you know, he's, he's hitting right now. Uh, we're going to get, you know, some live BPs uh, started as soon as we can. Um, and really, we'll, we'll do everything we can to get him back as quick as possible. But, uh, you know, if this has taught us anything, it's that we need to take our time and be patient and resist the urge to bring guys back before they're ready. How are his knees, or, uh, the reports you're getting about his knees? I haven't had any reports about his knees. Hey, James, obviously, small sample size with the first weekend of play, but around the league, did you see any trends or anything that uh, you guys have uh, are alerted to that uh, just is information that you didn't have before games are played? Um, well, nobody went 3-0 and for the first time in Major League history or something like that. I just saw that note. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I've, I've been kind of laser focused on our roster. We've had enough decisions to uh, to make to uh, to last us for, for a whole month, let alone four days. So, um, you know, we're obviously keeping an eye on things the rest of the league. But other than the Marlins situation, um, you know, haven't really seen anything that that um, that I was not expecting. That's fair. Any more questions for James? James, you mentioned that, that you're going to talk to the staff a little bit before your trip. Is there any 
sense of kind of a need in light of what happened with Miami, the need to reiterate the protocols of maybe some of the younger players or, or the whole team or just before the trip say, Hey, reminder, this is what we're, we're expected to do if we want to get through this. Yeah. I, I don't think we need to do that. Uh, you know, having a veteran group that we have, you can see how seriously they are taking this and, and they are policing themselves. Um, they certainly don't need me to come in there and remind them of these things. Uh, you know, they're doing it on their own. Our doctors are doing it. Um, but it certainly never hurts uh, to, to remind them. But, you know, they, they see what happened in Miami and they want to make sure that, that we don't give that any chance of happening to us and we can help it. Baseball season, it comes and goes. But Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 